Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Monday morning. Kind of a sad Monday morning for Cardinals Nation. The passing of Mike Shannon yesterday. End of an era in in Cardinals baseball and in broadcasting. Mike had been there for right around 50 years as a Cardinal broadcaster. Alleged Cardinal broadcaster because when he went in there at first he was not. Anyway, the bottom line is this. He's St. Louis through and through. He went to school there, went to high school there, college for a very brief time at Mizzou, and then with the St. Louis Cardinals from 1962 right through the end of his career, which was 1970, brought about by kidney disease that he had. He couldn't play anymore. So the Cardinals wanted to keep him in the organization. They tried him at a couple of positions, and then, hey, there's an opening in the broadcast booth. Well, (laughs) does he have any training? No, he had none, and it showed. And he was the butt of many jokes at the very start. But to Mike Shannon's credit, and this is quite legitimate to his credit, he stayed with it. He gained the experience. Now, he was never a polished broadcaster, but he was a good sidekick for a Jack Buck. And, in fact, had all the old stories and all the old (laughs) Shannonisms like, Get up, baby, get up! And old Abner's done it again. All these sorts of things that he was able to work into his dialogue and he, he made himself iconic in many respects, and yeah, he passed away yesterday at the age of 83, had been ill for quite some time, but as a sad note, end of an era in St. Louis broadcasting, Mike Shannon passed. Uh, really nice guy. I got to meet him a couple times over the years, and um, I did not know that. I mean, you know, you have your Mike Shannon stories, I'm sure, but I didn't know he got that much backlash in the beginning. Obviously, I at wasn't the around. Start, yes, he did, yeah. He was, and he made a number of errors. Um, there are errors not of his doing as such, but the fact that he had no experience. Here he is <laughs> here he's working with one of the great professionals in all sports, Jack Buck, and it showed, the, the difference showed greatly. You've got to have some kind of a training. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be a master's degree in anything like this, but you, you know that. Heck, you've been to school. Got to know how to talk. That's just it. And he didn't, but he did improve and he learned and that was the key or we just got used to it either way part of it (laughs) he definitely left a mark on cardinals nation and baseball in general so he will be missed all right so kansas city missouri the host city for the year's uh, nfl draft um what a cool experience i will say the one negative for me was the fact that i had to wait in line every where I went. And they ran out of booze on Thursday night. <laughs> they what? They ran out of That's booze. Heresy. Heresy. I knew I didn't want to tell you anytime <laughs> sooner. But yeah, it was a really cool experience to be uh, at. I was super stoked, obviously, as a K-State homer to see them go for that DN. What do you think about them? I thought the whole draft was perfect for Kansas City. Uh, Beach is a brilliant general manager in a lot of respects. He knew he didn't have to draft for personnel who would play right away. He didn't. And he drafted for depth. The uh, pass rusher from Kansas City, Ozumwa, is a pretty good player. I don't know too much about him, but I do know that Kansas State had a very good football team this year. So, indeed, their defense was outstanding, and that's what the Chiefs did. They went four defensive and three offensive players. One was a a wide receiver from Southern Methodist. It just so happened, I'm not name-dropping, but it just so happened I was talking with Art Haynes on Friday night. And just at the time he drafted the kid, or the Chiefs drafted the kid from Southern Methodist, and he was a bully about that. That's where he went to school. And 
uh, was really high on this guy. Uh, and I think <laughs> with, with the name like he has, Rice, he's going to be pretty good. I, I said to Arden, if this guy's related to the Rice from the San Francisco 49ers, he is going to be a great player, and Arden, Arden kind of laughed at that. Um, what I've heard, he might be kind of a McColl replacement based he's, on his style. Yeah, um, but we'll see. How is Art doing? I'm, that's a, that's great that you got a chance to talk oh, to him. Oh, he was doing great. Sounded good. A little bit raspy, but who wouldn't be? But uh, other than that, oh, no, he was. God, what a miracle. He feels he wants to get back here and thinks he will in fairly short time. Man, that's great to hear. All right. Uh, last but not least, as of now, there are a pair of free agents from Missouri State that actually got picked up by the uh, Chiefs, huh? As soon as the draft ended. As soon as that draft ended, the Chiefs signed these two guys as free agents, told them ahead of time they weren't going to be in the draft. So if they weren't interested in in free agent camp, give them a try. One is Montre Braswell, a very, very good D-Bankwell, second team FCS All-America with the Bears, and an extremely good receiver on kicks and punts and so forth and so on. Montre will do well. He transferred here, I believe, from Central Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, but played most of his career here. The other is wide receiver Ty Scott, who had a terrific number of big games, something like career 66 receptions, something like that. He is very good. Now, are they good enough to play with the pros? Well, we'll find that out. Free agent camp can sometimes produce a diamond in the rough. They aren't all drafted individuals, only seven rounds. Mm-hmm. But you run into players who are capable, and I think these two guys, they'll certainly give it their best shot. I was really hoping that the uh, Chiefs would be able to pick up uh, Deuce from K-State, too, but he went, to the, Cow- Cow- yeah, he went to the Cowboys. Yeah, he went to the Cowboys. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you can't have them all. And, and, and again, I thought it was, a, it was a really good experience. I don't think um, they're ever, they, they might bring it back to Kansas City at one point, but I'm... Definitely if, not any time. If yeah. they continue with this, you have to look at the total over. The Chiefs have announced 312,000 people uh, sold it over the period of three days. That's very, very good. And I assume everybody was uh, good behavior. And oh, so yeah. On. Yeah, it was a good time. A lot of, like I said, there, I mean, obviously it was probably 85% Chiefs fans in that place. But um, every team was represented, minus a couple. That I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing a whole lot of Panther fans walking around. <laughs> as far as baseball goes, it's not been a good year for the Kansas City Royals or St. Louis Cardinals, has it? Mayday, Mayday, we need help. Are we saying that already? It's only May 1st, man. Yeah, but these teams have really gotten off, especially the Cardinals. Now, the Royals, well, they, they have a history of doing this, but not St. Louis. This is completely unexpected for them. The Cardinals are 10 and 19. They went through a West Coast trip here in which they won two and lost eight. And they are now 10 and 19, nine games under 500, under, uh, obviously. And now we'll host a good Los Angeles Angels team coming in here starting tomorrow night. That's Mike Trout and Soe Otani and people like that. Well, they're, the Angels haven't really been lights out in the early going, but they're pretty good. They've got a lot of power on their team, don't have a whole lot of pitching. Neither do the Cardinals. St. Louis has really struggled. Is there a deal forthcoming? There's going to have to be because St. Louis Cardinals nation will not stand for a 10 and 19 situation. I think when you when you hold up their whole pattern to the light, you have to look through it and see, hey, it's just not a real good mix of talent. They've got talent. They have plenty of that, but it is not in sync in any stretch of the imagination. And who's in charge of putting them in sync? The manager and the general manager. And right now, they are not really playing cohesive baseball. I do think they're going to. I do think they're going to get well come out of it somewhere along the line. 
The Royals 7-22 on the year. Seven wins, 22 losses. Their pitching's poor. Their offense is inconsistent. I really feel, Mike, I really feel like they're a better team than this. But they certainly have gotten off to a terrible start. And they have a red-hot Baltimore Orioles team coming in to Kansas City to start the week. So it's going to be a little tough for these teams. We'll see what happens. And they better use the month of May to get out of this slump. Better make some moves quick because it's going to be a long summer if they don't. Really don't want to give up on uh, baseball this early. But uh, right now, not so good. So tell me. What about the Springfield Cardinals? Are they having the same problems? They aren't the Springfield Cardinals. They are the Springfield Cashew Chickens. <laughs> That's not a joke. I know. They are for the month of May. They will be the Springfield Cashew Chickens. The uh, Cardinals have adopted this name for the month of May to promote, well, it's the first meal I ever had when I moved here 56 years ago. Really? It was uh, someone, that was the first thing? So help me as I sit here. It was Cashew Chicken. And what did you do? Were you like, oh my God, I'm I moved. Well, obviously you were like, hell I yeah, said, well, I'm sold. I love this. I love, I love <laughs> cashew nuts. I love chicken. I'm here. <laughs> but no, the Springfield Cardinals are playing moderate baseball. They're under 500. They, they did get a win yesterday over the Wichita wind surge. But the fact remains that they're, they're, they're going to get a whole lot better. I think they're a pretty good team with some, some good talent on the ball club. We'll see what happens. Springfield cashew chickens. Are you going to get your uh, jersey? I'm sure they're selling them. If they do, I'll get Uh, one. Ned's going to get one. (laughs) We got to get him one. Uh, Man, crazy stuff. All right. uh, Speaking of crazy stuff, going into the weekend, the fact that Milwaukee got knocked out of the NBA playoffs. Did not see that coming. No, it did not. And here's here's the interesting thing, too. The seeded teams, the lower-seeded teams, are winning in every single respect. Here come the Miami Heat. They are seeded under the New York Knicks and beat the Knicks at Madison Square Garden yesterday, 108-101. That's the best of seven. And Miami leads that series one game to none. Golden State Warriors, who are seeded below or were seeded below the Sacramento Kings, knocked the Kings out of it yesterday in Sacramento. 120 to 100, and who scores 50 points? <laughs> Stephon Curry, as you knew, he was going to get hot, and the Warriors win that one 4-3. So we have a new series coming up now in the West. I believe the Warriors are going to play the Lakers, but the fact is it'll be a lot of fun. Stanley Cup, oh my goodness sake. Number one team in all of hockey, the Boston Bruins, Gonzo. Out of it in the first round, President's Cup winners, uh, Record holders in terms of points accrued and, what, 163 goals, something like this, and they get beat by the Florida Panthers 4-3. to Panthers beat them last night in overtime. In hockey, anything can happen. And then the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche, out of it at the hands of the Seattle Kraken. That's uh, very much a surprise. Kraken win that series 4-3. to so you have two major upsets in the Stanley Cup, and anybody can win this thing. You aren't kidding. And, uh, man, both of those playoffs. But you know what? It's crazy. We, we make the joke every year, at least in the last few, about how everyone gets to go. And I think that's sometimes why it's fun to watch that, because those guys are the ones that take it away from people like the Bruins, which I did not see that one coming either. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you on Tuesday.